What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Today is giving like free chat Friday. I haven't said those words in a long time because I was never able to really come up with a slogan for Friday episodes. And really, every episode is a free chat, but we're just gonna say today's free chat Friday, even though I don't really like that name. Okay, y'all can see what well, you're watching. I got me some Chipotle. If you didn't know, I love Chipotle. I'm going to try not to be munch, munch, and crunch, and crunching in the mic. But y'all know this mic be picking up everything from my swallows to my burps to it all. So it might be better for those that are listening to just head on over to YouTube so you don't have to feel like you're just listening to someone munch and crunch. Because I think I'm a smacker. Okay, um, I went to Chipotle today, y'all. And I got a quesadilla. Have y'all ever had Chipotle's quesadillas? I got the Chipotle quesadilla. It just has chicken in it. And I know they deny it. Okay, it has chicken and cheese in it. Just chicken and cheese. And the cheese melted and it kind of got some of the cardboard paper on it, which is disgusting. I got the cheese quesadilla. If you've never had the Chipotle cheese quesadilla, the cheese quesadilla. If you never had the Chipotle quesadilla, you got to get it. I think it's better than the bowl. I mean, if you're in the mood for a quesadilla, it's definitely better than like a Taco Bell quesadilla, obviously. Get it. Okay. So I have white rice, sour cream, because y'all know I'm a sour cream fiend, and corn on the side. Mm. Over the years, my Chipotle options have changed. Like my Chipotle go-to has changed. I used to get Chipotle burritos and I used to get some fat ass burritos and I used to punish them bitches in under an hour. That was when I was younger, had a faster metabolism. I don't know what the case was, but I used to crush them. Then I moved on to bowls and something about me and bowls, like the bowls are good, but I'd be playing around with the bowls. Like I can crush a bowl, but it's very rare that I crush a bowl. Cause I'll just end up believing like the rice, the beans. When you eat a burrito, you don't really have an option to, eat around shit but in a bowl you eat around shit so i'll end up leaving some shit in there right i moved on to salads salads are pretty good the salad dressing is pretty torch but sometimes the salad isn't filling enough right and now i get quesadillas i mean i play around with all of them but i haven't had a burrito in a long time all i'm saying is over the years the shit i get at chipotle has changed can anybody relate? Whenever it comes to a Chipotle bowl, I don't know why, but something in my heart is telling me that y'all care about what I get in my Chipotle. As a Chipotle fiend, a Chipotle, a Chipotle stan, a Chipotle fan, I'm always on people's asses about what they put in their bowls because please don't tell me you put nasty ass shit in your bowl. So this is what I get in my bowl. We starting with the rice, white rice. The brown rice just looks hard, okay? White rice always... Throw me some fajitas in there. A little bit of black beans. I'm very adamant about saying little bit. Because if you don't say a little bit, they're going to put a whole lot of it on there. And then the whole bowl is going to be tasting like beans. No, just a little bit of black beans. And then meat choice. Sometimes I get chicken. Sometimes I get steak. Sometimes I get barbacoa. The fucking chicken and steak can be real chewy. Real fucking chewy. The barbacoa never has its misses. But the barbacoa tastes weird. Not weird. It, just tastes, it tastes different than like the steak. In the chicken just know when you get the barbacoa your whole bowl is pretty much going to taste like barbacoa okay so what else a little bit of tomatoes a lot of corn extra sour cream like i'm liable to ask for two scoops on that bitch and some on the side if they're playing around with my scoops extra cheese a little bit of lettuce 
And then I get chips and guacamole. I always get chips and guacamole. Chipotle chips and guacamole used to hit. Like, that. the chips and guacamole used to be the best chips and guacamole I ever had. But lately, they've been slacking. Chips been stale. Chips been saltless. Guacamole ain't been having salt in it either. It's just like you eating a glob of avocado. But I love avocados, and I love guacamole. So, it's like, it's okay. I actually got a big thing of chips and guacamole. The date that Chipotle announced that they were doing, like, big cups of guacamole, I felt, I, I was just ecstatic. I was full of glee and joy because I love it. Okay, so we are mumbling and jumbling about Chipotle. Y'all just, first of all, if I die without a Chipotle sponsorship, I think I have failed in life. Like, I talked to y'all about how I want to be a talk show host and all that stuff. Yes, of course, but I need the Chipotle sponsorship. Chipotle, I'm your girl. Give me right. I love Chipotle. I would love to be able to walk into any Chipotle and just get whatever I want free of cost. I love Chipotle. I used to work at Moe's. Excuse me, y'all. I used to work at Moe's and I would question why people would come in there considering Chipotle existed. Y'all know in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, was this too much? Should I really be eating and talking to y'all? But y'all don't see me cry. Y'all don't see me have real vulnerable ass moments. What the fuck difference is eating? Let's talk about vulnerable moments because y'all know what's so crazy. This week, I was so down. Like, y'all remember Monday's episode? Monday's episode was so sad that it was cringe to me the next day that I took it down and then I was like wait let me just put it back up because this is really me and I want to remember this so I put it back up but it's the first of all I think seeing how I was on Monday and honestly I think I was the way I was on Monday just because PMS periods on the rise and you know I don't I think PMS can cause like I think it's like it can cause some some chemical imbalances in your brain to make you a lot more sad than you are, right? I don't know if that's true, but it makes sense. Okay, so anyways, I was sad on Monday, down about down in the dumps on Monday, and here I am, like you know, gleeful, happy. I, I would say happy. I'm definitely feeling good. I'm feeling like my regular self. That is a sign to remember that you don't know what people are going through. So always be kind. If you think you about to do something by shitting on somebody because that boosts your ego, fuck you because you don't know what that person's going through. It's so easy to cover up your sadness, your depression, your your dissatisfaction with life with a smile, you know? Which takes me to my next point. Check on your strong friends. Because just because your friends are smiling don't mean that shit is all good in the fucking hood. I saw a lot of people talking about how People scream, check on your strong friends, check on your strong friends. But they were only saying that because it was like Mental Health Awareness Month. Once the 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 hype of Mental Health Awareness Month dropped, people's care for the mental state of their strong friend would decline as well. And of course, this week, nobody's talking about check on your strong friend, but. Y'all. Check on your strong friends, check on your weak friends, check on your friends, because like I say, friends are family. And it's important that their mental health is all the way together, especially if they care about your mental health. If you have a friend that's always checking up on you, check up on them every once in a while. And strong friends, allow yourself to be vulnerable so that when your friends do check on you, you give yourself the opportunity to release all of the shit that you were keeping within. Because, you know, being a strong friend myself, quote-unquote strong friend, I think I, I, I have a whole episode on it. We ain't going to talk about it in depth. But the other day I reached out to one of my friends 
when I was just down about down in the dumps and she actually hit me up. Like I hit her up. I was like, Hey, what are you doing? She responds. And then I was just like, nah, I ain't even going to like, I'm not even going to unpack my baggage on her. So I didn't text back. And I feel like in my heart, there have been instances where I have resented people for not caring about my emotions, caring about how I feel, not caring about the mental state or excuse me, the well-being of my mental state. Right. When come to find out, I'm not even giving them the chance to care about the mental. I'm to care about the well-being of my mental state because I'm not telling them stuff. And I'm resenting them because of my failure to be open and vocal about the shit that I'm going through. And it's not by force to open up to your friends. I'm just saying, don't be like me and don't be upset at your friends for not checking on you when they do check on you and you just don't want to tell them shit. Strong friends, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to open up. It's okay to show that soft side of you. All right, you guys. I really am like, should I be doing this? Eating in front of y'all. One thing about me, honey, I be eating all different types of ways. I have never been a person that's going to act cute while I eat because, bitch, I got to eat. And I got to get that food down up in my system. And however it looks is however it looks. That's not my problem. Mm. I feel like there's something about being a messy eater that makes the eating experience a lot better. The chicken is hitting. The quesadilla is hitting. Mm, okay how y'all doing on this friday comment down below everybody that's watching on youtube leave a comment right now let me know how your friday went let me know what you're getting ready to do tonight i'm gonna try to have this episode up before you know it's too late i usually drop friday episodes late but we're gonna try to have this one up before y'all step out if y'all even do step out the weather is terrible outside i don't know what's going on like is it spring or is it not spring climate change global warming i don't know the difference but get it together it's supposed to be sunny and it's not. Mm. Mm. I'm already getting full and I've only had one quesadilla. I'm going to try to crush both by the end of the show. Okay. Sorry, y'all. The chewing. Mm. Oh, my God. Speaking of eating, I'm addicted to watching people eat. Like, Watching people eat is so entertaining to me. Last weekend, on like Saturday night or maybe on Sunday night, I don't know, me and Ashley were sending each other back and forth eating videos. I don't know if y'all have ever come across those TikToks where they're the Asian people and they're just crushing food. Like they are down in the food. They barely even chew. The motherfuckers just put that bitch in their mouth, crush it. They crush the whole, they don't even show you them eating the whole entire meal, which I wish they would. It's like a quick 30 to 45 second video of them crushing shit. And it's so interesting to me because the food is just not our traditional food, obviously. I mean, it's their culture's food. Mm, I'm getting a call. I got to start putting my phone on D&D. This is real unprofessional, you guys. Hold up. I'm going to put my phone on D&D. Ooh, that was so unprofessional. I don't even know how to put a phone on D&D. Damn. Come on, Constance. Damn. All right. I'm not even going to cut that out. This is real and raw. Anyways, I just enjoy watching the Asians eat on TikTok. I enjoy watching anybody eat on TikTok. So hopefully y'all enjoyed today's episode. 
I got some news for you guys. This ain't a bitch. Did you see that tweet? But it was on. I mean, it's definitely not a bitch. Did you see that tweet? It's not a tweet. It was on Instagram. This just in: Woman sues Travis Scott after alleging she suffered a miscarriage as a result of being trampled at Astro World Festival. Ma'am, why are you at the fucking Astro World Festival pregnant? Let's be real. You knew that that wasn't a logical decision to make, considering everybody knows that Travis Scott fans rage, rump, thump, and go crazy in their motherfucking mosh pits. When I went to Rolling Loud, me and my friends made a conscious decision not to go to Travis Scott's performance because we knew what type of crowd he attracts. Ain't nothing wrong with a mosh pitter, but bitch, you mean to tell me that as a pregnant woman, you thought it was going to be within your best interest and the baby's interest to go to a Travis Scott performance? Bitch, if you're going to go to a Travis Scott performance, you better make sure your ass is way back in the back, 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 back. If it was anything like, and this sounds real insensitive, like, I'm sorry you lost your kid. I'm very sorry about the miscarriage, you know. That is a serious case. But the reality of it is you put yourself in this predicament. By God's grace, we all have choices to make. Now, I would get it if, like, you were walking on the street and a bunch of motherfuckers just bum-rushed you. Like, then you could be looking for someone to sue. I don't even know if you could sue anyone in that case, but I would hope you get justice in that case because that's sad. And it's not that it's not sad that you had a miscarriage at Astro World, but why were you pregnant in a mosh pit? Y'all know I be saying nowadays anybody's just pregnant. And... I'm starting to think, and I've said it before, I'm starting to think that they really need to do it, run some mental assessments on the people that get pregnant. Like soon, as soon as you announce that you're pregnant and you go into the first doctor's appointment to get the belly checked out, they got to start running some mental assessments because that's not right. There's no way that you sat and thought about that and thought, yeah, it's, it's a good idea for me to go to Astroworld pregnant. That just wasn't a good idea. Sounds rough. That wasn't a good idea, girl. And who are you suing? First of all, let me say that this is Shade Room news. One thing about me is if Shade Room said it, I'm liable to believe it. I did see a tweet one of these days that was like, black people will, black people will believe anything as long as there is a TSR watermark on the picture. And they was talking about me because, yes, if there's a TSR thing on the picture, I'm not even going to go confirm it. I might could confirm it, but for the most part, if Shade Room said it, I believe it's true. They did enough research, I guess. And if it ain't real news, then, hey, ain't nothing wrong with me talking about it because it ain't. I'm speaking my opinions on something that's false, right? Okay, but at the end of the day, it says documents obtained by so-and-so and her husband claimed the defendant's failure to plan, design, manage, operate, staff, and supervise the event was a direct and proximate cause of the woman's injuries and death of her and her unborn child. I would love to see how the judge is going to handle this, but if I was the judge, I'll have to throw it out because no way you decided to go and thought that that, no, like I'm not even about to keep repeating myself. I think we, what do y'all think? It's a sad case, but what do y'all think? How's the judge going? What would you do if you were the judge? Let me hear that. Ooh, speaking of Instagram, since I got that from Instagram, did y'all hear that Instagram removed filters? I think only in the state of Texas, though. Now, this I went to go look up, okay? Instagram removed filters from Texas after Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton sued Meta, Instagram's parent company, alleges it uses facial recognition technology. Okay, a text expert 
made and um or he gave a statement stating that the heart of the lawsuit is based in the whole facial recognition feature and the fact that if your face can be tied to other data and identify it and those with your location, then there's a lot that can be done with that information. So that's an ongoing issue. Initially, I was like, okay, why is this news? Like, why is everybody making a big deal about the fact that Instagram took away feature, um, filters? And then I remembered that a lot of people's livelihood on Instagram, a lot of people's... Uh, uh, the reason motherfuckers get on Instagram is for the filters. Okay. A lot of people don't use Instagram without the filters. And so to remove filters, it's like, what the fuck can they do? What the fuck can they create? Y'all know I'm against filters anyways. I'm against filters. I've given y'all that whole spiel on it. I ain't going to get into it. But y'all know one thing about me. Anytime I have tried to use filters, I've always felt like they don't fit my face. Like I've always felt like they weren't meant for black people. But that's not even the right thing to say because a lot of black women use them and they look good on them. Just anytime I use the filters, I'm like, all right, this ain't cutting it. This is not cutting it. It definitely gives scary. Definitely gives don't ever do this again. So that's <laughs> that's the, one of the real reasons why I stay away from them filters. But all in all, I think this is a great opportunity for people to get back into loving their natural selves and get used to and get back to being used, get back to getting used to just seeing themselves for who they are, even when they are on the Internet. Embrace that natural beauty girl and stay away from them filters. I don't know if the filters will be back. I think that, it, like I said, it's a lawsuit. I think the lawsuit is still ongoing. If this, I don't, I don't think this affects any other states. If it is on the rise of affecting other states, y'all better go ahead and start creating y'all content in batches. If you need them filters to do whatever it is that you think you need them filters to do, go ahead and start making your motherfucking content, honey. Because one day you may wake up like the Texans and you will not have filters. And it's gonna be a sad day for some people, because like I said, a lot of girls be using them filters. Okay, you guys, where are we at right now? We on twenty. We're not even on 20. We're on 18. Rounded it up to 20. I'm sitting here trying to think. Should we run a brief for the mission? Let's give it a second. All right. Let me go into this next quesadilla. And this paper sticking to the cheese is not it. They need to wrap it in like aluminum foil before they put it in here. It's sounding like I need to be in these motherfucking boardrooms with Chipotle execs. Chipotle, you need me. Okay. Um, so you guys, I'm really loving my white hair, my blonde hair, whatever you want to call it. But if I'm being hundred percent honest, I'm ready for something new. One thing about me is I just cannot stay the same with the way I look. This blonde hair is really making me feel like I need to upgrade my whole look. Ever since I got this hair. I've been wanting to get a tattoo. Now, if y'all can recall, a couple episodes ago, or a few, a lot of episodes ago, I told y'all that I didn't really want any tattoos. I didn't feel the need to get any tattoos. But now I'm like, I need a tattoo on my neck. I need a tattoo on my arm. I need a tattoo on my leg, bitch. Sex appeal, let's turn it up a notch. Do tattoos add to sex appeal? I can't say that if I ever looked at somebody with a lot of tattoos, I thought, ew, that's ugly. Unless their face was tattooed the fuck out. Or something scary like their eyes was tattooed the fuck out. Well, I think tattoos add to neck tattoos are sexy. I don't think anybody looks at a neck tattoo and thinks, why would you do that? Unless it's something weird like a penis on your neck. I've never even seen that though. That was just a wild thing to say. I definitely want to get a tattoo. I really want to change my hair color. I've been thinking about going red and just playing around with the hair colors. Purple, blue, just playing around with it. But I do love the white. 
y'all. I don't know. Ask me if I'm going to make any changes soon. Probably not because I really like this color white. But one day, someday, if I get on here and I have a new hair color, don't be surprised because I can never keep a hairstyle for long. I love to, like, change my look. I can never just fucking stay the same. Anytime I'm ready to enter, like, a new phase in life, I'm like, all right, let me go change my hair. I don't know why. I just always do it. I will say, though, that this hair has made me feel a lot more confident. Not having hair makes me feel very confident. And I say that because I don't have to worry about hair sticking up or hair not looking right or it not being moisturized. You know when you have an afro, your hair got to be moisturized. You got to pull it and pick it and make sure it look right. You got to do all this shit. But this, I take the do-rag off. I go to wherever the fuck I need to go to. And I get back home. Lately, I've been getting a lot of compliments. And I've been thinking to myself, oh, my God, they can see my hair. And I forget that I've been leaving the house without a do-rag on. Any other hairstyle that I had prior to this one, I always had a do-rag on. Mostly because if I'm wearing wigs, obviously, I'm just rocking cornrows under that. So those don't need to be exposed. In my last hairstyle, I was so cautious about making sure that I didn't mess it up. Because I still had hair. So, like, if I bumped my hair in the car or brushed it against my chair in my car or did something, it could potentially get, like, a piece of hair could get out of place and that'll fuck up the whole style so i was keep my hair wrapped 24 7 25 8 or like even with going to the gym i didn't want to sweat it out you know but with this ain't shit to sweat out like i really love not having hair so if you stressed out about your hair girl shave your fucking hair cut that shit off and release the trauma and shit that's linked to your hair i don't know if i necessarily believe that your hair holds trauma and weight and all that shit i don't know if i believe that but i feel free without all that hair that i cut off i feel very free looking like this being like this like it's good it feels good it's 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 i have no complaints mm. this case it is hitting okay let's run a brief intermission mm. and i'll be back and we'll talk about more shit run the brief intermission if you're still here that means you fuck with today's episode so if you need advice Call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. I didn't even eat during the brief intermission. I still got this quesadilla, so y'all can still watch me eat. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Y'all want to know who the fakest family member in my house is? My fakest family member is my dog. That nigga act like he can't hear nothing, like he don't know how to listen, like he don't understand English, right? As soon as you got food in your hand, that nigga understands every fucking thing you have to say. He'll, like, duck and dodge my room. He'll just... He has so much energy. He's still a baby. He's only one year old, so... <laughs> He'll run through the house, act crazy. Look, he getting ready to make noise now. Running. Getting ready to start crying. And he's also looking at my food. And look, he's about to come over. Come on. For those of you that are listening on podcast streaming platforms, I was just eyeing my dog down. The guy's just a crazy guy, okay? Crazy guy. 
And he's just fake. Like, go, 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 go. I just told him to go. He knows go means exit the room. He just, look, he getting ready to come back. Go, go, go. Sorry, y'all. The dog is just fake. Everybody that got a dog know your dog is fake. Dog be acting like they don't understand nothing, but they understand. They understand. As soon as you get some food in your hands, they ready to start listening to every single fucking word, every fucking command that you done taught them. They know that shit when there's food in your hands. I really hate when my dog comes in my face while I'm eating, especially if I haven't called him over because, nigga, you smell like outside. Don't come over here. Don't, don't, don't come over here. <laughs> okay, y'all. All right. Let's get into... An advice column submission. Mm. Excuse me. We on Reddit today. And today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, I'm pregnant and don't want to keep it, but my boyfriend does. I'm a 26-year-old female. And I took a pregnancy test a couple days ago and found out I'm pregnant. My period is always on time, so when I was four days late, I knew something was up, despite my boyfriend and I always using a condom. I told him right when the test came back positive. I don't like kids at all. They're super loud and messy, and I get so uncomfortable around them. I know I'll be a shit mother, and I've never wanted kids anyways. My boyfriend, on the other hand, does, and I knew when I told him about the pregnancy that he would really try and fight to keep the fetus, which he is. He really wants me to keep it. We have been together for four years and have both known we have different views on having kids, but haven't really had a real conversation about it. Something I realized now was a huge mistake. I don't want this pregnancy, and if this happened from some random one-night stand, I wouldn't think twice about getting an abortion. That shit is that might sound to some people. Because it, because it's with my boyfriend, however, I am having second thoughts, and I know he would be a great father and is begging me not to end the pregnancy. I do not know what to do. Excuse me. I know I do not want a child, but I'm not completely opposed to caring to. Excuse me. I know I do not want a child, but I'm not completely opposed to carrying the pregnancy to term for him to raise. This could lead to more complications, however, as I would not want anything to do with the child, would not want to be able to would not want it to be able to find me later and would not want to pay any child support. I have no idea what to do and would really appreciate some advice on my situation. I know I sound like a heartless asshole, but this pregnancy has never been a plan in my life I do not think that you should bring the baby into the world to make the nigga a single father um, it is unfortunate that y'all haven't had this conversation and if it, I guess y'all have had the conversation but y'all didn't realize that this conversation about y'all not want you not wanting kids and him wanting kids meant that y'all weren't compatible and you decided to ignore that so right now it just looks like you go through with the abortion and I say you go through with the abortion because your your body your problem essentially and like I said it doesn't make sense to me for you to bring a baby into the world to neglect it so that he can be a single father I doubt he wants to be a single father so abort the baby y'all realize that y'all aren't compatible because you guys have different mindsets for the future and y'all break up and you know you just leave it like that shitty situation but it doesn't make sense for you to bring baby into the world because you're not ready to be a mom and like I always say everybody don't need to be moms you don't need to be a mom if you don't want to be a mom right now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that is my advice. Abort the baby. First of all, let him know, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to abort the baby, and I don't think we should be together since we have different different views on future paths. And, you know, you can apologize. Let him know you understand where he's coming from, but you're not willing to keep the baby. He's just going to have to suck it up, understand it, and keep it pushing and keep it moving. 
If y'all have advice for this person, please leave it down below in the comment section. This is a very tough situation, but I think it's also very eye-opening. Everybody pay attention to what it is that your partner says when they talk about the future. Have these discussions about the future and, and, and move accordingly based on that. If someone says they don't want a baby and you want a baby, it doesn't make sense to stay together considering y'all want different things for the future. And and kids is something that... It, kids are like a very hard... Not even hard. That's just not something that you quote unquote compromise on. Like if you don't want them and you know you don't want them, that's your final decision. You don't let somebody bully you into having them. And you don't bring no baby into this world knowing that you ain't going to be around a baby. Like, no, don't do that. Single parent shit ain't it. Maybe later on in life, if he isn't able to find somebody and you're ready to carry a baby for him, you all can talk about that if he want to be a single parent. But uh-uh. If y'all need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. Leave a comment. I was going to say leave a comment. Don't leave a comment. Well, you can't leave a comment, but click the link down below in the description box. That will take you to my advice column. There you can leave an anonymous submission. You can also click the link in my Instagram bio. That will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous submission. Um, Somebody reached out to me, and they asked me if I was doing like one-on-one -on -one conversations, and I was like, ooh, I think when I start getting a lot more calls, I may consider having like a hotline where y'all call in live. I don't know if I would do it on like Instagram live or something, but we do like live talks where y'all come on, ask for your advice and y'all hop off if y'all cool, but like showing y'all faces and things like that. We'll, we'll keep that in mind for future reference, but for anybody wondering, no, I don't do one-on-one -on -one conversations. Not as of not, not right now. If you need advice, you call in, it'll go to a voicemail message, like an audio message You'll be prompted by a beep. After the beep, you leave your voicemail, and then I'll play the voicemail here on this podcast, and that's how I give you advice, okay? Um, I have the bowl here. I don't think I'm going to go into the bowl. Let's just do it. Let's get deep, and let's end today's podcast. Today was just real fun, real lighthearted. I don't think we talked about anything, anything serious, and I don't think we needed to talk about anything serious. It's Friday night, but there's nowhere to go. Everyone's a spoon, but we're not going home. Oh, I used to love Hannah Montana. That was from Hannah Montana for anybody that didn't know. We could do everything we want to do. It's all up to me and you. Ooh, turn this light into uh. I used to love Disney. Anytime I talk to Ashley, Ashley's like, no, I didn't watch Disney. Like, girl, your childhood was terrible if you didn't watch Disney. Had that been. She's one of those people that watched, like... I don't know what the hell she was watching, but she wasn't watching Disney. I was watching Disney, girl. I was a Hannah Montana fan. I was a Raven Baxter fan. I used to pretend that I could get visions and, you know, do the, like, fake look and then fake a vision and stuff like that. But we weren't allowed to watch That's a Raven anymore because witchcraft. Um, in the African household, I don't even know if it's an African household. In the Annan household, if it's witchcraft, if it's witches, you can't watch that shit. We couldn't even watch Harry Potter. We drove to the movie theater. My brother was like, my brother asked my dad if we watch Harry Potter. I guess I was down to watch Harry Potter. My little brother was probably down to watch Harry Potter too. We get to the movie theater. We all under the impression we're getting ready to watch Harry Potter. And my dad in the parking lot is like, we're not going to watch Harry Potter. That's demonic. I was like, dang. How did you change your mind so fast? You were so down for Harry Potter. But we couldn't watch it. At the movie theater, we couldn't watch it in our house. So I n I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Never in my life have I seen Harry Potter. I don't even really know what Harry Potter's about. It's kind of embarrassing to say because everyone has seen Harry Potter. But it's too late in my life to try to backtrack and watch that shit. My parents said it was demonic. We went with that and that was it. So, yeah, I said we couldn't watch Raven for a point in time because it was demonic because she could see the future. And I'm doing this because she couldn't really see the damn future. Well, she could see the future. Raven and her visions were so stupid because Raven's visions just showed her. 
shit halfway. Like, Raven's vision showed her shit based off of how she reacted to the vision. And never, like, not once did she ever sit and think, okay, let me just let shit play out and not try to stop the vision because if I try to stop the vision, the vision's going to come true. Like, Raven, how can you see the vision and you still can't piece together that you are the reason why the vision happened? Oh, my God. Y'all remember when Raven, they did the musical episode and um, Paula... Abdul was on it looking for the next star or whatever, and they all swore they was dancing for the damn uh, janitor, but they was really dancing for a janitor. And then when Paula came, Raven talking about some, uh-uh, ain't doing it. Like, girl, you couldn't tell that was Paula Abdul with a damn mustache on Disney is funny. Okay, I pulled some cards out. Let me not try to put them back. I'm not answering that one. Um... This one says, what is something you need advice on right now? Right now, I need advice on how to find an internship that is best fitting for me. That's something I need advice on. Because I don't know where to look. I don't Google everywhere, and I feel like none of them are, like, speaking to me. So that's something I could take some advice on. Let me do one more. I think I've already answered that one. Not even I think I know for sure I've answered that one. What is the most important trait in a friend and why? I think the most important trait in a friend is right off the bat, I'm thinking trust. Somebody that I can trust with everything and anything. Um, I, yeah, I was really naive growing up. So I told y'all my parents were very big on like don't take things from home and talk about them outside. Like if it happens in the house, keep it in the house. What happens in the house stays in the house, right? And when I started making friends that I thought I could trust, like friends that I was um, continuously being friends with after one year, two years, I began to open up to them about a lot of things, you know? And so I remember there was one point in time where something really bothered me. I, I think we had like smoked and got really high and I got really emotional and I started breaking down crying about something that happened in my family. And I was telling two friends, and at the time, it seemed like they, not that they understood it. I didn't want them to understand it, but just give me the opportunity to vocalize how I felt in that moment and just um, keep that secret with them because that wasn't something that I publicized. To this day, I don't publicize it. And, you know, some time passes, and one day we're walking. I think it was me and my two friends. Brianna was one of those friends. So me... Brianna, another person, and another person, two other people. I don't remember who the other person was, but the two two out of the three girls that I was with were two girls that I told the secret to, right? And the girl that's not Brianna starts laughing, and we're like, what's funny? And she starts breaking down laughing, and she's like repeating what I told my friends about and she was just laughing and saying that it was just really funny to see me breaking down like that yada da 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 and I think the worst part to me was not that she was laughing the worst part was that she was bringing it up in front of someone else that wasn't there when I brought it up and I love Brianna Brianna was like shut up we were both like shut up stop but she continued to laugh and actually as as we were saying shut up like the laugh got louder and as the laugh got louder the secret like the tone of voice got louder too so like the person, the other person that we were, were, excuse me, the other person that we were with could hear the secret. I don't think the other person even cared or processed it because there was just a lot going on. But um, in that moment, I learned, okay, you cannot trust everybody. So I stopped telling everybody everything, too much of everything anyways. I've never told anybody what happened that day. At, like, I've never told anybody about that secret that I told them. Like, 
I learned that you just can't trust everybody with shit. And, um, yeah, so I think a very important thing to me is trust. If I tell you something, you're not, like, if I tell you something, you just keep it to yourself, you know? I was so irritated that that person told whoever. I think now to point in my life, if I, if I say shit, I speak knowing that it can be told to other people. I speak knowing that someone can be, quote unquote, manipulative, not even manipulative, um, that someone can have malintent with the story that I tell them. I speak knowing that some people are fucked up, but I'm at a point in my life where if I speak on it, I don't care what anybody does with that information. But um, I just value trust in a friendship. I would never take something that somebody tells me and run and tell other people about it. And so I would hope that nobody does that to me, but people do what the fuck they do and it is what it is. But I did not fuck with that. Um, the worst part about that shit is I was still friends with that person. I was still friends with that person for a long time. Uh, I didn't even stop being friends with her when I should have stopped being friends with her. But, yeah, that's that. What's one trait that you guys think is important to having a friend? Comment that down below. I would love to hear what y'all have to say about it. But I think trust is a really big one for me. Yeah. And honesty. I love friends that I can be, like, open and honest with and friends that can be open and honest with me about shit. I told you, I'm really not for, like, the yes men, like, the people that's just going to say, oh, the shit that I'm doing is cool and the shit that I'm doing is not cool. And I don't want to hang around anybody that makes me censor what the fuck I say to appease them and to go along with the bullshit that they're doing. Um, Birds of the same feather flock together. Y'all know I rock with that. And I don't ever want somebody that I'm kicking with to be doing some dumb shit and... To be doing some dumb shit, for me to be knowing that they're doing some dumb, some dumb shit, and to not speak on it. Because if I wouldn't do it, I would hope that you wouldn't do it. But not even that. I just want you to know that that's some shit that you probably shouldn't be doing. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, that's the end of today's episode. We ate some Chipotle. We talked. Hopefully, y'all are commenting down below in the comment section. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Mm. Leave a con oh, leave me a review and a rating. Follow me on Instagram at Constant the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constant the Pod. Follow my personal pages at Black Mocha B L A C K M Zero C H A. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Pinterest. I'm everywhere. Search me, you'll find me. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast streaming platform you're listening to me on. Screenshot this, post it on Instagram story, tag me, let me know you made it this far. Um, this is a visual podcast, so you can watch me on YouTube by searching for Constance the Podcast. And you can also listen to me on the go if you don't want to sit in the podcast app. Just search for Constance the Podcast on Apple Podcasts and shit. And, um... Yeah, now that I said I think about that friend, I really do realize that people just were not taught to be good friends. Like, people were not taught to be good people. People just are so fucked. I don't think I was ever taught to be a good friend, but I was taught to be a good person. And anytime I did some fucked up shit, that was me walking away from what I was taught to do, you know, how I was raised to be. Um, but y'all gotta be teaching y'all kids to be good people. And to be loyal and trustworthy that's like an important trait to have all the way around like fuck friends like you should just be have some integrity all right that's it you guys i love you guys and i'll see you in tomorrow's episode peace let me know how y'all like the food eating episodes we still gonna do them if i want to do them but i still want to know y'all's take all right bye peace